This is Bite Size History with the Saints. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Bite Size History with the Saints. Hey everyone, it's Megan. And it's Bradley. So this week we're going to be talking about a fun topic. It's a duck that doesn't seem to really be a duck. Yeah, it's a little weird, but most animals are. <laughs> so we're talking about the Muscovy duck, which is from South Central um, Americas and also like the southern parts of North America. But that's only a recent thing. Not completely, because when you look at the actual map of where they originally were. Well, yeah, but she said that we watched a video. Yeah. Well, and that's and where it gets kind of skewed, because there's... Apparently, they weren't introduced into most of the United States until the 1980s. Yeah. But then there's a study from the University of Kentucky where they showed that in New Mexico and Texas, they had them at the same time. Yeah. So it's kind of... It's more of a tropical bird, so it kind of skews itself from being in the desert yeah it it can also be domesticated and then go feral <laughs> so apparently that you've got your wild variety and you have your feral variety and uh yeah these are some weird weird waterfowls um and speaking of yeah i was about to say go ahead <laughs> speaking of them being waterfowls um that same study from the university of kentucky um they also believe that they're not ducks, um, mostly because they... It doesn't walk like a duck or quack like a duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, it hisses like a goose. Um, their meat tastes like turkey. And they rooster like a chicken. So they don't seem to quite be duck-like. Or they're just taking and trying to do too many jobs at once. <laughs> <laughs> They just need to take and stop. Just focus on that one thing. They're the project manager of the, of the animal world? No, I was thinking that they're more like, you know, that 
unpaid intern of the animal oh, world. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of look like one too. Their faces are covered in little red warts. They're kind of weird looking. Oh, the males. Yeah, the males. The females yeah. look a little bit less weird looking. Now, you figure, okay, this bird is so widespread. It, it, sh it should be fairly uh, affordable and accessible. No. It was a pain to get a hold of. We found one butcher. We have two butchers. One of them sold a whole one, which would have been more cost efficient, but they only allowed for pickups. Um, and we did not want to drive into Toronto city center. I did not want to drive an hour to go pick up this duck to drive an hour back home. So instead we went with one that was able to give us a uh, breast. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, they delivered it to our door. They will be tomorrow. Oh, I thought it was already here. No, tomorrow. Shows you how much attention I pay. <laughs> Things just arrive and he doesn't know what to do about it. No. Yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, it cost what, 30 some dollars for the breast? Well, so for the, actually the breast wasn't too bad. Breast was eight ninety nine a breast. Okay. So. I mean, it's still. It's more expensive than chicken. That's especially for, sure. for a duck that can be domesticated <laughs> and, you know. Has a fairly large range. Well, it, oh, sorry, a waterfowl, whatever we're calling it. <laughs> yeah, this animal's a bit weird. Well, and apparently also, it's meant for tropical areas, but it's it has no feeling in its feet. No, there's no nerve endings. No nerve endings. So it's able to swim in ice cold water and not have any effect. The feathers are waterproofed, like most waterfowl. I think all waterfowl. Yeah. Um. So that, you know, it doesn't get wet. So, yeah, it's like it, it It basically can live anywhere it wants. It just chooses nice, warm temperatures. As we all do. It's like the uh, elderly duck. <laughs> you know, and they all moved to Florida. <laughs> it decided that's what it wanted to do. It's in, it's in Mexico for the cheap prescription costs. Oh, can't blame it. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, it's... um. It's pretty fun. And like the joys of finding a butcher though around here that would deliver to the house. We were also able to procure some ingredients we need for other recipes like duck eggs and bison. Yeah, the bison isn't too difficult to get hold of. No, it's pretty easy. I mean, we live in North America. Yeah. And we've finally gotten those things from being endangered and, you know, readily accessible for eating again. And uh, through sustainable means. Yes. But this is one thing that, like, as we're doing all of this, we constantly go, man, there's so few foods that are available to us. And then we sit there and we actually start thinking about it. And we go, wait, eggs. <laughs> yeah, we completely forgot about eggs. Yeah. Just it's like we focus so much on the the vegetables, the fruits and the meat that we tend to forget, you know other little things like the eggs and yeah so i'm excited to try the eggs i'm i'm excited to see how big they are yeah well it's also the idea that like when we think of eggs quite often we think of it in either just baking or breakfast foods that's not accurate for a lot of cultures yeah and so we're gonna I mean, have fun with that you get fried rice you got egg in that yeah you know now i want some fried rice <laughs> maybe later this week Maybe today. Maybe for lunch. Yeah. Can you, can you tell? <laughs> you tell we're on a tangent. Um, but yeah, no, it's we're going to be using the eggs for our uh, 
Patreon dessert, and I'm excited about that. And then we're also going to use the eggs for a meal. Yeah. So that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, because we're starting to wrap up, you know, South or Central America. And we're going to be starting to head into North America. Yeah, this this is kind of the the tail end. We're going to be ending with the Aztecs. So yeah, that's going to be really fun. We do have to go to one more uh, grocery this week, though, to get the rest of the ingredients. Yeah, that's hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> be easy enough. I was going to say, every time that we think that we are going to be able to easily get the ingredients we need here, there's always one thing that throws us for a loop. Yeah. And it, it tends to be the thing that you've, you know, it's widespread. And you go, okay, yeah, I, I should be able to get this at any grocer. And then the grocer goes, I've never heard of this before. Just a little hint. It's corn husk we're talking about in this case. Um, Luckily, we have a, a Mexican uh, grocer just yeah. down the street. And, you know, it's it, it's one of those things like when we lived in England, <laughs> we wanted to make tamales really bad. And they'll sell you corn, but it's already pre-shucked. So you, you can't get the corn husk. And we looked at buying corn husk, and it was going to be like $100. Oh, yeah. It was crazy shipping cost. Yeah. And I was just like, but they've already got it here. And it was one of those frustrations. It's, it's And now we're back in North America. And I know that there are Hispanic and Latino people that live around us, but yet some of the foods are still difficult to get a hold of. But yeah. It, no, it's, uh, it's going to be nice getting into... North America, but we got to get past this last meal in Central first. Yeah, and we're we're kind of playing still a bit of catch up from when the site was down and everything else because we're also in the meantime working on getting the recipes all redesigned for the cookbook because some of the older recipes we used inaccurate ingredients and the photos were not. Oh, the photos were terrible. Yeah. So now we're having to go through and recreate and go from there and so um we're eating a lot of historical dishes in the next couple weeks it's gonna be fun yeah not all of them good yeah but hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know, it's... I'm not going to let the food go to waste. Of course not. It's uh, for science. Well, it's not even for science. It's just some of the ingredients are not cheap. That's true. Yeah. Like if we need to get rabbit again, though, I believe we're fine with rabbit. Yeah. Rabbit was easy to get a hold of. Yeah. Rabbit was easy. White tailed deer was a little more difficult than I thought it was going to be. 
Yeah, that was kind of strange. Um, it was very expensive for some reason. Well, because it has to be farmed. Yeah. Because they get, they're not allowed to sell wild. Yeah, because wild deer have a parasite. Yeah. Um, that often you have to make sure you really overcook it to get it out. Which, the idea of farming white-tailed deer, <laughs> I mean, deer are are deer. And the idea of some rancher having to go around and herd them up so that, you know, they can get their vaccinations and all that fun stuff. It was like I watched a documentary a couple of years ago about ranchers that, you know, raise bison and the struggles that they have to go through because, you know, they are wild creatures. They are not small. And they tried it with horses and they found that the horses didn't really uh, work too well. So they had to, they have to use SUVs and like Jeeps and whatnot because the bison will just say no and start ramming things. <laughs> and I was just like, all of this because we we drove them to extinction. And, you know, it's a good thing we have them back. Well, my thing is, like, how tall of fences do you need for deer? Because, like... Those things can jump. I know. Like, I can only imagine... I can also only imagine the rancher who went to the bank for a loan. And he was <laughs> like, I want to ranch deer. And they're looking around, and there's probably, like, five deer just sitting in a parking lot. And they're like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's one of those things that's... I, I, if, you, if you had the capital and, you know, you got the land... I, I I could see it being profitable. Yeah. But yet again, the having to ranch them just doesn't. I I I want to live a day in their life. Sounds <laughs> so insane. Because <laughs> it's not like you can just throw them into a barn and go. Okay, here. I mean, you could, but I <laughs> I don't think they would like it. I don't think they would like it. <laughs> but then it's like the question of okay, where did they get the deer from? <laughs> I mean, that means that they were going out and, like, kidnapping baby deer, I guess. So many does just brought into a room. Yeah. You know what, Disney, if you're listening, I just gave you a reboot for Bambi. Oh. <laughs> Bambi's mother dies and now Bambi's in a ranch. No, it's just some farmer runs out there and just picks up the doe. Or not the doe, the uh, calf. and They're just start... does. Or not no, doe. Females are doe. Fawns. Fawns, calves, whatever. You know what? I'm not I'm not a deer rancher. And uh he's a human scientist, not an animal scientist. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Disney, when when you decide to do that, I need royalties. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so a subplot also to Fox and the Hound. Just except she was a nice little old lady. Yeah, and this is gonna be some guy that's just mass kidnapping baby deer. God. It's actually like a horror movie, a children's horror movie. Yeah. I mean, that's what Bambi was, basically. I mean, to be honest, yeah. I think most Disney films pre-1980s? I think most Disney films could be considered horror movies. That's true. Yeah. You know. For weak children. <laughs> because Hunchback of Notre Dame might be scary to some kids, but they're wrong. <sighs> be brave. Appreciate it. <laughs> Hellfire is like one of the greatest Disney songs in existence. And we've gone off on a tangent. We sure have. <laughs> so, yeah, this week, though, um, we're making the recipe for the Aztec. We'll have lots of research about the Aztec in there because it's always good to kind of know what culture we're basing the dish from. Yeah. Um, And so that's going to be a lot of fun. But 
we're also going to be playing catch up on some dessert recipes. Yeah. And the cookbooks, you know, the Kickstarter's doing well. Yeah, we're at uh, 6%. So we could be better, but we know it, everything takes time. Yeah. Well, from what we've understood, most Kickstarters don't hit their goal until the very end anyway. Exactly. And, you know, we, uh, we've got, we've still got hopes. Yeah. We still got plenty of time too. Yeah. So it's just trucking along, answering questions as they come up. I know we got a couple questions over this last week about vegetarian vegan recipes. And I realized we're not great at advertising that majority's recipes actually are vegetarian. Most of them are vegan. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that, especially here in like the Americas, um, most of the Americas didn't have any animal that they could actually get milk from. Yeah. So therefore you just take the meat out and you got yourself a vegan recipe. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's one of those that pretty much everything could be turned vegan or vegetarian. Well, and as the majority of our recipes are also gluten-free, like nearly 90%. Um, and that's mostly just because some regions didn't have wheat. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's a little bit of something for everyone. Exactly. And so, um, and I know another question we got was in regards to, will our recipes be in metric and imperial? And the answer is, of course, because we use metric. Um, oh, were they wanting them in imperial? Oh, well, they were wanting them in metric. Oh. And they were afraid because we're in North America, it would be an imperial only. Um, North America. The rest of North America uses metric. <laughs> There's only that one bad, bad apple right there. The dead center. <laughs> well, I guess you got the one in the very top corner, too. Yeah, I was say Alaska's still kind of hanging off the edge. Yeah, but no, um, everything we do is in metric. And that's, you know, everything that I do in my, my career is in metric. Yeah. So. We'll be providing Imperial because, of course. There's the whole one country. <laughs> but it's a big one country. Yeah. Um, well, maybe if they just got with the times. <laughs> Figured out that cooking is but then again, much I, say, I say it's only one country, but what was it? Two years ago, England decided that they were going back to Imperial. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah, so you know, it, it's one and a half country. <laughs> um, I think there's still other like two other countries. Well, and also bits of Ireland still use Imperial. Also up here, you go yeah. to the doctor and you have to give your weight in uh, kilos, and then you have to give your height in feet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. They they still are well. Then in conversation, no one uses kilos, like everyone's. It's it it's weight. all yeah, or it's all in pounds. Yeah, it it it's weird, but it's one of those things that you know. At least we can all agree in Celsius. I haven't heard anyone up here say Fahrenheit for anything. Nor have I. Yeah, which is good because Celsius makes more sense. It does make sense. Make freezing zero hashtag. Well, freezing is zero. Well, yeah. Hashtag freezing is zero. Hashtag boiling is 100. Hey, Megan, nobody can see you doing hashtags. Doing the hashtag merger. <laughs> but yeah, so let's go ahead and wrap it up. And Yeah, so this week is, again, those lull weeks. So we're going to get through, get some stuff done. And in the meantime, definitely check out the Kickstarter. Uh, check out some posts. We're going to be doing quite a bit on... Um, a, quite a bit of updating to the website over the next couple of weeks to so just make sure that it's more accessible for people who might have dietary restrictions to know what we have that's available for them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's really it. So 
We'll see you guys next week, and we'll have the new recipe out. You won't, we won't see them. We'll hear them. Well, well we the, won't even hear them. I know. <laughs> yeah. The call's not coming from inside the house. No. <laughs> you'll hear us next week. Yeah, you'll, you'll get to hear us and maybe see my hands in a YouTube. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Video. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Bye, guys. Bye.